0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer, and today is Saturday, January 29th, 2022, and this is your weekend update. Let's get into those crypto prices. Bitcoin is in at $37,550, up a percent in 24. When I woke up this morning, it was 38000 something and apparently went down a little bit. It is up 8% in seven days. Ethereum is at $2,550, up 4.3%. Tell us in the number 3 spot, Binance Coin is at 383, down eh, a smidge, and USDC is at number 5. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, Solana, XRP, Luna, and Dogecoin. Total market cap are at 1.7 trillion, a BTC dominance of 41.7%, and an F dominance of 17.8. Moving into the headlines OpenSea has now decided to reimburse customers. 750 Ethereum or about 1.8 million dollars to users who accidentally sold their valuable NFTs well below going market rate through an exploit. As we heard yesterday on the show, if you would listen to the show yesterday with Kate Irwin, we we're talking about the OpenSea exploit. Basically, the exploit allowed people to buy old listings of their NFTs and well some Bored Apes which the floor is around 85 ETH or $200,000 we're being sold for f or $1,700. And that's what happened with T-Baller. And T-Baller is probably gonna get reimbursed a little bit for his Ape that he sold for $1,700. But if he wants to buy it back, it's 130F now or $330,000. This is not the first time we were talking about OpenSea's problems on the show. If you guys go back to March 22 of 2021 and May 6 of 2021, we have Aaron Paul, who is a friend of mine, Come on the show and talk about how he was buying NFTs and just not receiving them. Well, it was a fraud, a hack, an exploit. And well, somebody just emailed me last night and said that this happened to her. So please check out what's going on in OpenSea. Uh, People losing uh, money. And as we heard on the show yesterday, it's on the blockchain. Once your money's gone, your crypto's gone, it's gone. There's not much they can do but reimburse you or having some kind of insurance. So please be careful out there. Listen to those episodes I just mentioned. Listen to the episode yesterday and stay safe. With OpenSea and NFTs. In an earnings call on Thursday, Visa stated that its customers made $2.5 billion in payments using crypto-linked cards so far during the first quarter of 2022. That's over 70% of all crypto card volume throughout fiscal 2021, signaling an increased adoption of digital asset payments. Visa stated that people are using their crypto-linked cards to spend in a variety of ways. Retail goods and services, restaurants travel. They're increasingly being treated like general-purpose accounts. They've also announced that they're expanding their number of partnerships for facilitating the service from 54 to over 65. These include companies like Coinbase, Circle, and BlockFi. I can see why MasterCard is trying to get in the business of crypto credit cards or debit cards. Probably is a little better way to put it crypto debit cards. Crypto exchange, crypto.com, has teamed up with the LeBron James Family Foundation to bring Web3 education to the stars athletes' hometown of Akron, Ohio which is in my district. Well, if the districts stay the same, if you guys don't know, I'm running for U.S. Congress, and districts are going to change again. So right now, Akron, Ohio, is in the district that I would like to represent. However, it could be taken out. Anyway, long story short, LeBron, if you do listen to this show, which would be cool if you did, sign me up as one of your faculty to teach people about crypto. Well, in this multi-year deal, the terms of which are not disclosed, which means that Crypto.com will not only be financially supporting the Foundation's I Promise program, it will also develop Web3-specific content for students who want to get a head start on the blockchain industry. I think it's really cool. LeBron James said this, Blockchain technology is revolutionizing our economy, sports, and entertainment, the art world, and how we engage with one another. I want to ensure that communities like mine, the one I come from, are not left behind. Hell yeah, LeBron. That's what I'm talking about. Some Salvadorians have expressed support for their country's adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender. Karen Hernandez, who sells mobile phone accessories in El Salvador, said that it has been a very, very good experience and has increased our sales. It has taken us to another level of business. Another Salvadorian who works in a computer store added, We give the customers a little orientation on how to use the wallet, the Bitcoin wallet or the Shiva wallet. Once they learn how to use it, they buy something from us. It's a win-win situation. But as you know, the IMF has given some pushback to this. They said that Bitcoin as legal tender has raised several macroeconomic, financial, and legal issues. The World Bank has refused to help El Salvador establish the cryptocurrency into its economy. And the Bank of England and JP Morgan has shared its concerns. It's difficult to see any tangible economic benefits associated with adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. <laughs> guess, uh, I guess there's that. If you guys remember, back in September, I spoke with Novio Serrano, who is BlockBank's head of operations for El Salvador. She said this, There are many things that are not disclosed. For example, who's holding the private keys of these Bitcoin? Also, what's the criteria for saying, Oh, today we're going to buy more Bitcoin, or we're going to wait until next month? We don't know that. And I think that that is a very, very important question to have. When your country is buying Bitcoin, who holds the keys? Who says to buy? Who says to sell? I think this is very interesting that these businesses say, We have to teach people how to use these wallets, and then they spend in our stores. This seems like a kind of a stimulus check. You know how the USA gave $1,200 of stimulus to everybody? This seems like a Bitcoin stimulus where people can just go into stores, spend their Bitcoin, and pump money or Bitcoin back into the economy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. I'll be back tomorrow with an episode of GM, or Good Morning, Decrypt's new podcast, with hosts, Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts and Executive Editor Jeff John Roberts. They're speaking with CEO of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried. It's a good conversation. Check it out. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.